Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a Double Shot of Branding podcast. I am one of your hosts, Michelle. And I'm Caden. And today we are going to be talking about how to find the right graphic designer for you. So when you are ready to hire a graphic designer for your business, whether that be for branding or website, it can be super confusing and daunting to figure out who to work with. So today we're going to be talking about how to find the right fit for you. So the biggest piece of advice we have for when you're trying to find a designer is to find somebody that has a similar style in the direction that you want to go in. So for example, um, if you kind of want like a feminine, elegant, classic style, you're not going to choose a designer that most of their work shows that they are like vintage, kind of retro, um, masculine designs. So that is honestly probably the number one thing that is going to help you and make the process the best for you is to pick a designer based on their work and the style of work that they do, because you're not going to be happy if you just go with anybody, you know, because they're cheap or whatever. Um, if you don't actually like have the same styles. Um, this is a problem that Michelle and I have both dealt with with past clients where they come to us and you know, we think we're gonna be a good fit and then we start working on the project and we realize that they want you know, something completely different that is a style that's out of our expertise. Yeah, I think it's important to note that designers we can be very versatile, but there are some sort of styles that we just aren't an expert in, like Caden said. So we can do our best, but you would probably, probably, probably be better fit for somebody who that is their style. So if you're looking for um, a logo for your business, that's really bright and fun and cheerful, maybe like pinks and purples, and then you choose a designer who is a designer that works with mostly neutral, modern serif fonts, then you're probably not going to be a right fit. Sure, that designer can do their best to design you what you're looking for, but you would be so much better suited with somebody who matches your style. So um, we suggest searching through on Instagram or any of your potential designers socials and seeing what kind of content that they're posting. And if you really enjoy the type of design styles that they are pumping out, then, you know, reach out to them and they might be a good fit for you. Word of mouth referrals are also really big. Um, so ask people around you if they know a designer, if they've worked with anybody and enjoyed it, um, that, that's probably the best way because, you know, Google search, a lot of us designers, you know, we don't, if somebody types in website designer, like there's so many of us, you know, we aren't going to show up, you know, necessarily in the first page of your search results. So um, for designers or anything kind of creative, it's best to like hop on social media, ask friends and family um, and try to get a word of mouth referral. Yeah, definitely. And going with that, make sure that you check out the designer's reviews. Um, you typically can find these on a designer's website if they do have their reviews listed on there or on their Facebook account or Google if they have Google set up for their business. And um, then you can check out and see what other people have had to say. 
You also could, if you're feeling ballsy, reach out to some of those people and ask how it was working with that designer specifically. Yeah, I would also say um, going back to like what to look for in a designer, if you do happen to choose a designer that maybe doesn't match your ideal style, um, be aware that there's probably going to be some additional expenses that are gonna kinda going to come up. For example, um, I had a client once who um, at first their vision was very kind of modern, geometric. Um, I really specialize in uh, kind of monogram style logos. So um, I like to take like the letters of your business and create custom monogram or custom, um, you know, symbol with them. Um, so that's something that I specialize in that I'm really good at. And I love. Um, so that was what this person kind of wanted at the beginning. But then as the project went on, they realized that they wanted something completely different and a very elaborate um, animal illustration. And so obviously, um, that's another thing we should probably touch on is that um, graphic designers aren't a jack of all trades. So um, there are different, there's illustrators and there's different styles of illustrations um, and whatnot. But anyway, so the client wanted this um, elaborate animal illustration, which is not something that I can do. I had to outsource that to an illustrator and that was an additional expense. So um, keep that also in mind when you are choosing a designer, because if there's something that you want that they can't do, there might be an additional expense that you weren't expecting. Yeah, it, it, the responsibility kind of lies on both parties during the discovery call and initial phase where you're talking to this person about um, you as the client relaying what you want out of your brand. And then the designer also asking what you want to make sure that the designer can deliver what you're asking for. So if you know right away, I'm definitely going to want um, a drawing of an animal in my logo, then tell your designer that before you start working together. So then the designer can tell you, yes, I love drawing. I can do that for you. Or I'm not an illustrator. We're going to have to hire somebody to um, work with us to deliver your logo so that you know that that's going to be an additional cost up yeah, front. And it's totally doable. So, um, just so you know, a lot of designers outsource a lot of different aspects of your project sometimes, um, depending on what they can and can't do. So, um, you know, some people are really good at creating artwork and these really cool patterns. And I mean, everybody just be prepared for a collaboration, um, of different, um, people and oftentimes you won't really deal anything, you know, with that other person that your designer might be outsourcing to. But um, so don't, so we don't want to like push you away from, you know, a designer just because they maybe can't do the exact thing that you want them to because all of us do outsource. So, um, and we're probably all a better person to trust to outsource because we have a lot of different resources and different people that we've worked with in the past. So we can uh, find, you know, good um, illustrators or artists who can create custom stuff for you. So another thing to help you find the right designer is to obviously hop on a phone call with them or a video chat and talk with them and just see, you know, if you vibe, like, you know, you can tell right away if you're going to get along with somebody. Um, 
if you're kind of feeling a little, and this goes for both designers and clients, but if you're, if you have kind of a weird feeling like, oh, I don't know if this is going to be the right fit, like listen to your gut. Um, Cause you don't want to get into a project halfway through you've paid a deposit and realize that this is not the right designer for you. Um, and that's something we should probably also do another episode on, but um, there, when you pay for a designer and you pay a deposit, you're not just paying for the deliverable and the final product. You're also paying for the creative time, the research, um, you know, booking that designer and having them, you know, block off time in their schedule for you. So um, I know a lot of clients can get really upset if, you know, you're halfway through the project and it's just not working out. You're not liking any of the designs that the designers created and then you, you know, don't get any of your money back or maybe even have to pay more if you've uh, been going through lots and lots of rounds of revisions. So um, it's really important to feel that connection and feel some good vibes before you book with a designer so that you don't um, hopefully don't run into that issue later on. This is also a good segue to talk about expertise level because um, there has to be a certain sort of expectation when you are choosing a designer that is going to be working within your budget. So if you are looking to hire a designer and you only have um, three to $500 to work with, you cannot expect the world's best logo ever. <laughs> of course, all designers are trying to give you the world's best logo, but if you are working with an entry-level designer, they're probably not going to have as much expertise as somebody who has been around for you know, five to 10 years. So just keep that in mind. I think a lot of people um, don't really understand the pricing structure that goes into um, yeah. their expectations are a lot higher than their budget allows. Yeah. And this is kind of a hard thing, I think, to explain to potential clients of like why, you know, I can charge $2,000 and why somebody else charges $300 for a logo. So there's no, there's nothing wrong in hiring a designer that just started, I mean, six months ago or whatever, because we have all been there, but I don't know. Just make sure your expect expectations align with that budget. Yeah. I don't really know don't how to like, don't expect the world from yeah. somebody yeah. that you're only paying 50 bucks or a hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like if you go on Fiverr to get a logo, like expect you're getting a Fiverr logo. I don't really know how to put this nicely, but. Um, what's something else? So making sure that you guys have the same expectations when it comes to timelines and contracts and um, payment plans as well. So if you want to, yeah. if you want your logo, if you want your logo to be done in the next month, make sure that you tell your designer that. So before you sign the contract to work with them, tell them, I want this project done by this date so that they know for sure that they need to finish it by then. Because every designer is going to have a different timeline for every single project. We can guesstimate how long it's going to take to finish a project, but we really never know. So I always tell my clients, 
three to four weeks, but some projects take six weeks. Some projects take two weeks. We never really know. But if I have a hard deadline in mind, I'll make sure that I try to meet that hard deadline. Yeah. Make sure your communication style line up. So for example, if you prefer, um, I had a client who preferred to talk on the phone. So uh, they would, you know, just call a lot and text a lot instead of communicating through email or my preferred um, project tool, Asana. And so um, that can sometimes also create issues because the designer may not always be available when the person needs to talk on the phone. Um, the designer may want things written out in email so that they can have something to refer back to. So make sure that um, you talk to the designer and kind of ask them how they're gonna communicate throughout the project. And if um, you guys are on like totally opposite pages, cause I know some designers that like won't even take phone calls at all. Like they, they don't wanna do it, they don't like it. They don't think it's necessary. And so, um, especially with clients that are maybe a little bit older and kind of, you know, that's how they grew up and that's how they prefer to talk. And um, that could create conflict throughout the project. So just make sure that, um, I mean, it's just good vibes. Like make sure that you just, that you kind of align in a lot of different things. Another thing that you can do to find the right designer is um, if they give you a proposed package, um, there's nothing wrong in asking them and you know letting them know that your budget is maybe a little bit less and ask them for a payment arrangement. Um, I know most designers are more than happy to set up a payment arrangement and just know that um, any of the final files won't be delivered until that final payment has been made. So um, it's not like you know like a necessarily a 12 month payment plan where you get all your you know designs in whatnot up front and can pay on it afterwards, but uh, there is flexibility. And so if you know your designer comes back and says, here's my package, here's the pricing, um, don't hesitate to ask them for a different arrangement. And if they can accommodate you, great. That means they're a good fit. And if not, then um, you need to find somebody else. Yeah, and I also allow clients that work with me to kind of customize their packages. Not every designer does this, but for instance, my full branding package includes a brand pattern and some social media starter graphics, among many other things. But if I know somebody is kind of hesitant to work with me because my pricing is like, you know, $400 out of their budget or whatever, I will say, is there anything on this list that you absolutely don't need right now? Because we can take that off and revisit it at a later date, maybe after you make some more money after the logo's launched, whatever. So um, I guess don't be afraid to ask if there's any way that you, the price could be brought down because I definitely am able to take out some things in my package to make it more affordable for some people. And I have done that before. Yeah. And see, I'm a little bit different because I um, set up my packages to include just the bare minimum um, of what somebody or what I feel like somebody would need for their brand or their website. Um, my branding package, you know, I could probably um, get rid of. I, off, I also offer social media graphics, just like launch graphics and, you know, the profile picture and stuff like that. But for the most part, um, my packages are already at the bare minimum. So it would be kind of hard for me to say, well, you know, we could get rid of, you know, this, this, and this, because 
like for my website package, I include the basic pages that you need in my, you know, starting out package. And so we can't really take away your services page or, you know, things like that. So yeah, every designer is different and you just have to kind of ask what, talk to them and see what packages they have, see what you can do if it fits with your budget. Another thing that Michelle and I deal with a lot is um, people not necessarily, when you're looking for a designer, make sure that you go to their website, you um, see what their pricing is. Hopefully they have it listed or at least a range or an estimate or something like that somewhere. And make sure that aligns with your budget because you're just wasting your own time and the designer's time if you reach out and you realize that the designer is like, you know, four times more expensive than what your budget allows for. So um, also another good way to find the best designer is to do a little bit of research first and make sure that their prices align with yours. Yeah, I actually used to do automatic discovery calls with anyone who would fill out my contact form on my website. So they would hit the submit button, it would send them an email to schedule a discovery call with me. But I was getting on calls with people talking about my pricing and then they were having this like, oh shit, I can't afford this person kind of a face. And then it just wasn't going anywhere. So I was wasting, you know, 15 to 30 minutes of my day getting on calls with people that weren't the right fit for me, even though my pricing is listed on my website. You would be (laughs) shocked at the amount of people that contact me and ask me for my pricing when it's listed on my website. <laughs> yeah. But it's, um, it's, yeah, it, it happens. We're in like the fast, the quick, you know, wanting the quick uh, answer. Mm-hmm. So um, that is pretty much all the tips we have for you guys. The biggest thing, honestly, is design style. You just, you want to choose a designer who you are basically in love with, I would say like 90% of their work. And when I say love, I also mean that maybe you don't love it in a sense that you would want it for your own brand or you like it for your own business, but you in general like the style. So um, it's not don't look at a designer and then just be like, I hate all of these designs, but like, you know, this one, you need to view it as a collective whole. Like, okay, I may not like this one for my own business because I don't like the colors or I don't like the font that was used or whatever, but I do like the overall style and how it was put together and whatnot. So honestly, that's the biggest thing that is going to help you find the right designer is just make sure that your design styles match up. Mm-hmm. That's actually why why I post a lot of my logos and my portfolios in black and white because I feel like a lot of people look at color palettes right away and think, "Ew, I don't like that green and that blue together. That's totally not me." But if you look at the actual logo and how it's designed and the typefaces and everything, then yeah, that's what. You or they might get stuck on like the industry or something like. If yeah, yeah, somebody... like oh, they only work with photographers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's definitely not the case. We can work with any type of business. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, thanks so much for tuning in again for another episode of Double Shot of Branding. And make sure you check out our previous episode about the ways to DIY your brand. So if you're not quite ready to invest in a designer, that would be a good place to start to get some tips on how to create some things yourself. Yeah, for sure. We will see you next time.